Welcome back to Balancing Chaos with Kelly and Gretchen. And we are here today at the tail end of summer and looking ahead at the school year. Uh, I went for a walk this morning and I had to go early because I'm back to, to my academic year job. So I had to go really early and I put on the clothes I've been wearing all summer, you know, short sleeve shirt, capri pants, sneakers, and headed out and got to the end of my street and was so cold <laughs> and it was so dark. All the street lights were on at 530. So it's been See, a while. See, I wouldn't know because I initiated the walk and then failed <laughs> and then didn't wake up because <laughs> Gretchen's officially back at work and I'm not quite yet. So, so I really bailed on her this morning and I feel bad about it. So that's why I'm giving her a weather report. But it was like, a, because it had been a couple of weeks since we've walked and we've walked later because we've been on summer break. We haven't had to, you know, accommodate anyone's, you know, I have to get to work at this time schedule. So we've gone like 630, seven o'clock and it's sunny out then. But at 530 now, the streetlights are on. It's not dark, but it's definitely not full sun. And it was definitely, it wasn't cold, but it was chilly it was noticeably colder and it just felt like it felt like fall is coming it had that back to school smell and feel you know that feel and all of a sudden Mm -hmm. all you can smell is pencils and (laughs) new backpacks Mm -hmm. and squeaky shoes and all of that so we are rounding the bend so our kids and our and both of our universities don't actually start school until after labor day yeah and i i had invitations to a lake and a pool today and i couldn't even imagine because i know i'd have to get in because maxwell thinks he's michael phelps now yes and he basically refuses to wear a life jacket and he's actually doing a decent job swimming (laughs) to be to be honest with you but i can't not be in the water with him and so i just did i it's too cold And it's like 78 degrees. It's because we were so spoiled for this summer. I mean, I can handle the lake if it's 95 degrees. No problem. But 78 and windy, I would have freeze my butt off. Yeah, exactly. And then we're going to, and I was telling um, Ingrid, I was saying how every year I have lived in this state for 43 years and every year I fall for it. Every year... Summer comes, and I'm like, oh my god, I love you, summer. Yeah. Summer's so awesome. You're yeah. the best summer. I'm gonna. I'm never gonna get out of the lake. I'm gonna get in the lake every day. I don't even care. It's gonna be awesome. And then by the end, you're like, oh, I can wear a hoodie soon. Yeah. And then you're like, oh, <laughs> snow. This would be a good little activity to have on hand for a snow day. Yeah. And you start thinking about snow, like, and it tricks us. And then in the winter, you're like. I'll never be mean to you again, Summer. Just get here. I want it to be Summer. And it's like this endless cycle. Like, I can't just live with it and be with it and enjoy it. Well, I remember even on this podcast, we were talking about, I think we'd had two snow days. And we were talking about, snow days are just so wonderful. (laughs) They're just, it's a nice, unexpected day off where you can just relax at home. No, nothing to do. After we had 11 of them last winter. <laughs> Honestly, no, those can go away. I have lived in Maine for 35 years, minus two and a half, when I left for Massachusetts and came right back. That was the worst winter we've ever had. I think I had a touch of seasonal affective this past winter. Now, have, so if you've looked at our, um, at the Bangor School Department calendar, have you looked at it this year? Yes. Did you notice? It goes very late. Did you notice why? They gave us extra snow days? Yes. Five. Five. Yeah. So it's always been three snow days built in, and now they're building in five, which I totally, I support that. I get it because it's a whole lot easier to tell a community that school's getting out earlier rather than to say your last day is a Monday. Tough. Good luck. So I I totally support that. Oh, I didn't realize that typically. So last year was my first year in. So I didn't realize they typically only gave three. It's always been three. And I Uh, only noticed it because I was. Three is not enough. Well, that's what they're finding out. I think it used to be. (laughs) But I think with just extreme climate changes that it's. Because if you remember, a lot of our snow days were not used up for snow. But they were used up by the windstorm and power outage before Halloween. Right. 
So it's not even snow days. It's just weather days, basically. So I noticed that because I was did my back to school thing and pulled out all of my academic calendar, the school department calendar, my own class calendar and all that. And I'm plugging it all into Google Calendar. And I happened to notice that they finally gave in and said, fine, screw it. We're building in five days. That way, our last day of school, I think it's like June 19th or something. Yeah, it was late. But because I did the same thing. I put them all in my calendar, too. But I did that a lot, like at the end of the year, I think. Yeah. But if we don't get all those snow days, then they take those days off. Which they probably won't. Let's hope. I think we used five this year. So let's hope for no five? extreme Five? We had 11. We didn't have 11 snow days. Yes, we did. No, we didn't. Yes, we did. No, we didn't. Bangor, it, the news showed it one day. Bangor had the most. It was because we had four because of the power outages. There were four by our. We're going to we're going to fact check this. I'm telling you. We had we we did we had like 11 snow days hmm. because we made up two in-service days. Mhm. Yeah, we definitely have to fact check it. Was okay. it was like 11 snow days. All right, we're going to fact check that and we'll put it in we the show notes. We will be fact checking it. <laughs> it could have been 9, but it was way more than 5. There's four just yeah. with power outages, so. Yeah. It was crazy. I mean, every blizzard it was a, a double yeah, I guess so. We'll have to do. We'll have to add it up. Oh, it was Maybe never, I'm thinking of storms and not. We're going to look it, it up. It was never ending. Well, it ended and then summer came, and we and had it all these lakes. So it was so wonderful. It was so great. It was so hot. I was in a lake or a pool, probably thirty straight days in a row this summer. Yeah, which was I've never done that in my entire adult life. Mm-hmm. It, was it was amazing. Nice. It was great. So now we're back to school. So. Are your kids excited about back to school? Are they feeling that, that like I talked about, that, oh, hoodies and fall and... Cameron is obsessing that there's only two weeks left of summer and he's convinced that he lost summer because he went to two weeks of rod camp. (laughs) And he... The whale watch was all of summer in one day. Yes. And so he does not ever want to go to a summer camp again because (laughs) he's decided that me staying home with them is the greatest thing in the entire world. (laughs) And he said, please never send me to another camp ever again. He is adamant. He cried about it two nights ago that he never wants to go to another summer camp. So that's a little concerning. Um so he's fine about starting school, but definitely he has now, he has really appreciated summer. Maxwell was so excited about pre-K. He's been telling everybody that he's going to pre-K. And then yesterday we found out that he's actually going to pre-K at the same school that Cameron goes to, which is the school he should be going to, but... Long story. Long story. <laughs> he, he was, he didn't have a spot, but now he has a spot and he was ecstatic. But then last night, I think he's realizing that it's close he started crying at bedtime and he said he never wants to go to school again he hates school and he doesn't want to go to pre-k and then this morning i asked him if he'd like to walk on the first day or take the bus and he said he'd like to take the bus because his best friend grant is taking the bus and he'd like to be with him so i don't know i think he's it's a big transition he's all over the place it's a total it's a big so when I actually was just telling this story earlier today when I was talking to my neighbors who they're, they have an only child and their daughter is going to college. And so I was talking about how um, I teach first year students and we do this thing on move in days that I have to attend. So when I go on move in day, it's at the same time that the parents are, it's like the last minute the parents can leave. So there's always this stream of cars leaving campus. And I love it because there's like in the cars, most of them have a mom rubbing her eyes like like you can tell I just left my kid at college like oh what's happening what's happening you know it's just like this big emotional thing and so so this one I was talking to she was like you know I don't I don't think I'll cry I'm like you know you never know because when Willa did pre Ingrid didn't do pre-k Willa did it and the bus even picks up at our house for that it's the only time the bus will pick them up and so we let her do the bus actually worked out great for our family so the bus came to pick her up and picked her up and off she went into the bus and I saw her little like eyebrows above the window as it drove away and I was like (gasps) and it's a a tenth of a mile from my house it is I can I could throw a rock and break a window 
I've been in the school a million times. Yeah. And it still was like this weird moment. And across the street, our neighbor across the street saw her get on the bus. And after the bus drives off, she goes, I can't believe she's going to pre-K. And she was crying. And it was just like this weird. So I said, you know, it's just one of those transitional moments and like absolutely it's such a great you know, accomplishment. You're going to college. This is why we, you know, we raise our kids to leave the nest. That's our whole job is to make them independent yeah. and to do these things. But it's still a moment. So don't be surprised if you cry a little bit. So we'll yeah, see kindergarten caught me by surprise because the day he went, I <laughs> we cried. Heard. And then the day after I cried. And when Cameron got on the bus, because he did take the bus for the first couple of weeks of school, he thought it was, he thought the bus was the coolest thing in the world. And then quickly he hated it. <laughs> And we started using it as a punishment. If you do that again, you're taking the bus tomorrow. And he'd be like, okay, okay, I won't do it again. Um, But our neighbors who live across the street, they happen to be out getting coffee or something the first day of school. And their kids aren't. Their their oldest child actually will be in Maxwell's kindergarten class. So, mm-hmm. the, but their kids aren't in school yet, and they happen to be right behind the school bus on the first day of school, and they were crying <laughs> seeing all the kids get on the bus. They she texts me, she goes, "Oh my gosh, that was so emotional." It wasn't even her kid. So, oh well, I- so we went to the the Penobscot Theater does this dramatic academy, the summer camp, and the kids put on a play at the end of it, and it's great. Oh, did you go to the June B? Judy went to Junie B. Jones, oh. and it was great. And I love to go to those because it's such a easy way to introduce kids to the theater in this community because they're the tickets are very inexpensive it supports the arts it supports the dramatic academy it gives the kids an audience they're and it's a kids play it is not a professional mm-hmm. you know production of child stars who are doing drugs in the back or something it's just kids who go to summer camp and put on a play at the end and i swear to god every time every time at the end it claps everyone stands up i'm like <laughs> And it's not even my kids, but I'm like, oh, you guys are so brave and you worked so hard and you did so good. I'm so proud of you. I don't even know who you are. It always makes me a little. Yeah. So. um, So it's a big transition. So mine are this is going to be the last year at our neighborhood school. Oh, which is weird, isn't it? Oh, gosh, I'm glad that I'm at the beginning of that and not the end. So our neighborhood school used to be our polling place. So we voted there the first couple of years that we lived in Bangor. And we used to go in and I loved it as a teacher without kids yet. I'd be like, oh, this is where our kids are going to go to school. And you see the little art projects. And it was like a, it was, you know, I 100% understand why they do it in one location now. And it probably makes a lot more sense and saves us a lot of money and all that. But there was this sweet little thing about going into the school and getting a little glimpse into that world as someone who didn't have kids in the school yet. So I don't know, maybe that'd be a good idea so that all these voters who don't have kids can appreciate it, personalize the fact that schools exist and we need to support them. Yeah. And not put giant paper mache pigs <laughs> in the middle of the city of Bangor. Yeah. Anyway, that's anti pigs. The um when we anti pig? No, we're anti pigs. Oh yeah. So the the pig is a paper mache <laughs> bigger than life size it's towed around on a truck and placed in various spots around bangor (laughs) and its sole purpose is to try to convince people to not vote to support school budgets and it's the most ridiculous thing i've ever seen everyone hates the pig there were two pigs last year everyone hates the. there was a pig and not everyone hates the pigs but the guy with the pig likes the pig yeah but a lot i am heartened that so many people don't like the pig Oh, because every time the school budget wins by, it will be like 1,575 yeses, 300 noes. Right. I don't know why he doesn't give it up with the pig, but anyway. It seems like it'd be a lot to store it. And it he keeps so it in energy. his backyard. Yeah. yeah. Anyway. <laughs> it's a, actually, I got to give it to him because that is some impressive paper mache. That thing holds up. I mean, he keeps it right outside. It's huge. Some paper mache tips. It's as big as a car. I mean, <laughs> it is. It is. The um. So, so uh, when, the other thing is that when we first went in there to vote, it was in the gym. Yeah. And Dave was like, "Wow, jeez." I remember. I remember gyms being so much bigger. I thought. <laughs> I had to be like, Dave, it's just this gym. It's a half size gym. Yes. With like the hoops are like at eight feet for so Dave felt like a giant and I was like 
look around. Like, this is a third grader size gym yeah. with tiny hoops, and it's a half court, and it's also a lunchroom. And he was like, oh, okay. But he was just like, whoa. Well, I, there, there is something to it because we, so we were supposed, Maxwell was enrolled at Vine Street, which is just a half a mile in the other direction from me. But when we toured it, we got a tour of the gym. They have a gym and a cafeteria at that school. Oh, yeah. And the gym is so, so nice. And it probably isn't so nice. But comparatively, just because I think it's the school's a little bigger. Well, it doesn't have to be doubled as a cafeteria. It doesn't have right. hot lunch on it every yeah. day. I, we were both like, wow, <laughs> this gym is so nice. Anyway, so we went to John Baps at gym at Baps is so small there's not even a one foot sideline on either end of it well they play their sports in like the cross center or something. yeah other they place. do but we would practice in there we had gym class in there yeah i went to middle school at center drive before they had a new school in orrington and it was the same thing it was it was just this terrible gym so i'm used to extremely subpar gymnasiums i went to i was in a school not in our community, but another community. And they have since built a large community school. But before that, they had these little small elementary schools. And their gym slash lunchroom was literally just a wide part of the hallway. It oh was gosh. so, it was like, how could any taxpayer in this city, and it wasn't ours, vote against a new school? Like how, yeah, it, it was, and you, it just, it was old and like there was that old building smell when you walked in that you just know there's like mold somewhere it was so gross and their new school was beautiful but it was like literally a wide part of a hallway it was crazy like the what they made do with so anyway so yeah maybe we should vote in schools just to bring people to reality because it's it is a you know it's a significant expense to the taxpayer right it doesn't mean it's it makes up uh valuable well it makes up like Oh shoot! I have it at home. Like it's 40, like forty eight percent, forty eight percent of our budget. Tax. Yeah, like forty seven point forty seven. Yeah, I was going for the tenth place, but that's fine. Forty eight is a yeah. good round number. <laughs> I've looked at the pie chart before. Well, when I moved, because I moved up here from Falmouth, theirs was like eighty eight percent of the budget went to the school. Yeah, and it's no joke that that's actually where it goes because the school is incredible. They have mm-hmm. a full time farmer down there. So, I mean, we really do quite well with how the budget is allocated. Yes, I would agree. So, so back to school. So, uh, what do you guys do to prepare for back to school? Well, when I was a kid, I remember it was this big thing. You go back to school, you get your school supply list, you go shopping. I always had a number. Usually, when I started to get older, I would babysit in the summer and save all my money and buy myself a whole new wardrobe but for my kids I never really got into that and I remember last year the day before school started I was looking at the lists that well in Bangor the kids don't need to bring any school supplies or anything but and that's not an exaggeration that's yeah there's no they basically ask that they have a backpack to carry uh you know their folder back and forth and if they can't get a backpack the school will figure out a way to get one for them. It's yeah. really pretty incredible. It doesn't, it's not like other places. No, I mean, some places, I've seen some of the lists, you've got to bring tissues and Clorox wipes and, you know, stuff for the class, to for the school's functioning. But mm-hmm. anyway, that's neither here nor there. But Maxwell specifically had this very intense, from my perspective, list, although in retrospect, I didn't need half the stuff. Like it said, he needed rain pants because they go outside in all weather and mm-hmm. rain boots and all these things I just didn't have. And so I was ordering stuff online at the last minute and it didn't come. And da, da, da. anyway, so this year I decided to be a little more prepared. And usually I get them. I just get them some fresh shorts and stuff. <laughs> but um and then I buy clothes as they need them throughout the school year. But this year I did go through all their clothes and figure out where we were at in terms of fall weather items because Matt Cameron usually passes down all his clothes to Maxwell. But they're starting to match up. Match up. Yeah. And the seasons are just slightly off. I mean, they can share Climate shorts right change. now. Yeah. So I. <laughs> so I. So anyway, I ordered them both clothes and I also, I'm kind of particular about what they wear. 
I just, I don't, I hate all the s- sayings on shirts. Have you seen the ones at Target, though? You said this, but I went to Target to look for Valentine's Day shirts, and I was texting you the ridiculous... That was Valentine's well, Day. Well, that was the one they time I gave Target message. a chance. Okay. And then I was like, you... Because my sister, of course, has the same... Have an issue, Target. <laughs> I just don't understand why all the boy clothes have to say... I rule you drool yeah I mean I can't even think of the things they say but they're so ridiculous well they did a whole bunch recently because I was texting them to my sister because my sister has said the same thing about boys clothes yeah and they had shirts that said like make art every day and like kindness like one of something about being kind and not like with a skull and crossbones. It was just something about being kind. And it was all these things that were really about kindness and friendship and creativity. And it was totally geared. It was not geared to like, well, you're a boy. So you must just uh, throw balls all the time. Yeah. Pick up balls, catch balls, scratch balls, whatever you do with your balls. Ball, 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 <laughs> ball, ball, balls. It was like, oh, no, maybe you do art or maybe you like being a good person and maybe you're kind. And it was really cute stuff because my sister has said the same thing. Yeah. I love Target. Well, maybe I'll give it another chance, but. I already did my shop, which was an online order. Since they were born, I typically I have been historically buying them Hannah Anderson clothes because the quality is really nice and they don't have these ridiculous sayings on them and they're cute and I can buy them for Cameron and they wear so well and then Maxwell wears them and then we'll pass them on (laughs) other kids. and what I do, because they're really expensive, but what I'll do is if you go down to the outlet at the beginning of summer, you can get all the fall winter clothes will be between 50 and 70% off and I'll get a card cash. And I got Cameron his pants for school this year at the beginning of summer and they were between 10 and $15. And I should show you these pants. They're so nice. Oh yeah, I'm sure. And, like, Hannah's great stuff. And they'll wear... He could wear them, and then Maxwell will be able to wear them. And I get them a, like a steal, you know. And then I do the same thing with the shirts. But what I'm noticing, what I'm recognizing with Cameron, is he is getting a little bit older now. And some of the shirts are maybe just a little young. Yeah. You know? So this year, I looked at Hannah. I don't have time to go down there. I, I, I went on the regular site and it's just so expensive. So I decided. So I did. I ordered J. Crew uh, Factory and their shirts are like eight to 15. So I got both of their clothes just in one shop. <laughs> and I think the total order was $170, which is kind of a lot. But so, but what it you're going to be 15 minutes. Yeah. So what you're going to find. <laughs> so I never did. Growing up, we did the clothes shopping, especially as I got older, and we'd come to Bangor. Yeah, we'd it go, was a big thing. Oh my God, we'd go to the mall. Yeah. You'd hit up all the stores and you'd get like a wardrobe. It was like a whole thing. I remember, and I remember going to like the first day of school. It'd be really hot, but I'm like, I'm wearing this sweater and I'm wearing these shoes. Yeah. I'm wearing this whole thing. I'm going to sweat all day, but I love it and yeah. I'm going to wear it. I'm going to look amazing. And with my kids, I've sort of just bought them clothes as they need it here and there. And I love Target for my kids. Like, it's been great because they have like boy they both like to wear leggings and t-shirts they have a ton of different colors different sizes they're like four or five dollars and yeah i bought all of willa's clothes on target online for i had texted you i forget how many things i got like 15 things for a hundred dollars or something like that because yeah, they had a some... huge sale and they had a they had a coupon and they had i had ebates and all this other stuff so i got a great deal on her clothes yeah but ingrid is heading into middle school <laughs> And I remember being, I remember being really like bittersweet when I had to jump the aisle at Target from yeah baby toddler to the kids, the big kids. Yeah, there's like a, it's an aisle about eight feet wide. Yep, and all of a sudden nothing works on that side anymore, and it's so cute, and you want to pick it out because it's you get to pick it out, and but they were the big kids side, and a they have an opinion. Yeah, and B. It's not as, you know, it's cute. It's it's fine. And it's super cute, but it's not that cute little toddler stuff. Well, my mom took Cameron shopping two weeks ago, and she let him pick out the clothes. What did he get? Jeans with holes in them. Yeah? Yeah. That's what's popular. I hid those. Well, 
I won't be able to do it when they're going into seventh grade, Gretchen. (laughs) But when they're seven, I will. So the other thing is that uh, my older daughter has never worn buttons. Yeah. Ever. Not since she was old enough to care. And that means no buttons on her pants, no buttons on her shirts, not even decorative buttons that she had a shirt that was looked like a vase of flowers or something and like the center were buttons no it has buttons i'm like you don't even have to button them it's just on it Mm-mm. so no does she not like the look of the button or is it the feel of the button or is it everything about the button everything everything about the buttons okay even when she was a toddler though and i would get her new clothes if i said oh look i got you a new outfit she would not wear it i had to like wash it put it in her drawer and pull it out and like distract her and put it on and then once she had worn it she would accept it into the fold as clothes that she owned but until she had worn it she would not wear new clothes she was a little weird so anyway so this year she was like mom i think i want jeans and i was like jeans have buttons actually the first time she wore a button was for golf her golf shirt had buttons and she was like mom it has but i'm like you're 12 years old wear a button yeah anyway so she's like, I think I want jeans. I think I want jeans for the school year. And I was like, okay. So not having bought kids jeans at all, because she won't wear them. I bought some for Willow wears them and I've got hers at Target. I went to Old Navy. Like, okay, let's go to Old Navy. Perfect. I know they have jeans. They have whole walls full of jeans. Well, they have walls full of jeans for women. They have walls full of jeans for men. They have a wall full of jeans for boys. But for girls, it's just hangers of jeans here and there little piles here and there and I was like okay and then the first like three styles that we looked at didn't I wouldn't let her buy them because they look like maternity pants for tween girls because they have no button no zipper they're like pull-on pants but they're jeans and I was like like, "Mm." jeggings they're like jeggings but they had no Gretchen you weird. just turned your nose up at me because I hid Cameron's ripped jeans I'm not buying maternity pants for my 11 12 year old <laughs> well guy we're on the no, same page I here about our there. jean expectations but I have but I, I have I have I roll I rolled my eyes at you because I have not gotten to the punchline oh okay yet. okay so then we find a pair that does it is jeggings and it does have a button or a faux button or something but it still looks like jeans on top and she loves them because they have holes in them. Oh, my gosh. And I was like, and I, I remember, you don't remember wanting ripped jeans when you were a kid? Well, it's so funny because I recently attended a concert and I saw a person <laughs> with ripped jeans and I thought, wow, those are the most ridiculous things I've ever seen. But I do remember when they were in style. But even when they were in style in my day, seeing that come back around, apparently, I never had a pair and did not want them. I never liked the idea. Well, of were it. they? Were they? Like, were you in high school? Get cold. <laughs> I mean, this is no, no. Now the ripped jeans look closely because, well, maybe that lady's ripped jeans were legit. But now they have like a patch in the back oh. to like hold it together so they don't actually destroy themselves. It's just a <laughs> fashionable little rip. So, did you have ripped jeans? Yeah, I think I, I mean I mean I probably did. Yeah, I definitely did, and I definitely I cut off my jeans. I, I got want a, a photo of that, some. and I had acid wash jeans the first time. What's that? You don't remember acid wash? You know, you were a baby. No, your mother had acid wash jeans. Oh yeah, ask her. Maybe she. I'll did. show you a picture. But so we finally. So I was so annoyed because I was like just want, and she still didn't buy what I would consider legit jeans, which would be not jeggings you'd actually have to button and zip you'd have to do all these things she ended up getting two pairs of different style jeggings so but she got ripped jeans yes jeggings i have to see a picture of I will. her because i just cannot picture ingrid wearing ripped jeans yeah oh no she's cool now and then she was like mom i want to go to the mall and she had gone on to the she had gone online and looked up all the stores are at the mall and i found myself for the very first time in my entire life in a Hollister. <laughs> and I'm texting my friends going, I'm in a Hollister. I might die. Did you have to I, go into an air purification time. chamber after you got out of there? It was just, it's all loud and poop, poop, And it poop. smells. Oh, yeah. And it's like, it was way jumping from baby li- aisle at Target. 
to Kid Isle at Target. I was like, oh my God, they're so big. Jumping from the Kid Isle at Target all the way across Hogan Road to a Hollister is like, it was. Where do they not sell cool. in there? Did they have ridiculous things Attitude. on the shirts? Um, she, didn't, she didn't actually buy anything there because okay. the other thing is that she's pretty petite and so. She's in this stage where the things that fit her are not the cool things she wants. So we had a hard time figuring out some things. So then we went to Aeropostale, <laughs> which is not a post office. It's actually a, a clothing store for for I tweens. thought that was for bras and underwear. No, that's Aerie. Oh, we oh, didn't go there. Okay, but in Aer- in Aeropostale, she did find a few shirts. Okay, that was good. But then she kind of went back to typical Ingrid and end up at like TJ Maxx buying like three different athletic hoodies and three different pairs of black athletic <laughs> leggings and things like that. But she does have some jeans and some Aerobitzel shirts okay. she can wear. Ooh, and she's very, she is fancy now. Very high end. But it was just like... Is this like, with oh. Converse sneakers? Oh yeah, she has Converse sneakers. Uh-huh, yeah. Mm. And she has new Nike sneakers because for her, for gem. And she'd like some Vans, but I told her she has to wait until her feet grow. <laughs> Her converse fit fine oh. right now. And she and actually she was pretty psyched. She was like, Mom, thank you so much for taking me to those stores. Cause I think she could see me being like, mm, no. And there were a couple of things I was like, no. Yeah. I'm not buying that. I'm yeah. not doing that. Are you kidding me? <laughs> do you know how much that money is? Do you know what I do for a living? Yes. <laughs> I do not make that kind of money to spend it on that. Yeah, exactly. Totally channel my own parents. And and Willa has a totally different fashion sense. Oh, she does. And she is very well. I'm gonna wait. I'm just gonna let you see her new shoes on the first day of school. You'll I die. Not wait. You will love them. Yeah. I let her buy them. They are from Target. Uh-huh. They are not fancy sneakers because she. I. She's had. She still has good sneakers that fit her feet anyway. So I let her buy these boots because there was a thirty percent off kid shoes sale. They are quite fancy. And then I did my school shopping because I, I think I, did I talk about the Tuesday, Thursday pants last year? I feel like I did. I don't know. I'm talking about trying to find clothes that fit and hating clothes. I hate clothes shopping. I hate it. Well, so I'm, I'm not much. happy with you that you did this because I thought it would have been so fun to do, to dress you up. Yes. I know you think it'd be fun to dress me up, but I don't think that I would find clothes that would fit me, fit my body. But I think you would. Mm. She at Talbots. You right? would. This is your dream. Is take me to Talbots, and I just I have a hard time. We'd have to I'd go to South Portland. We'd have to get out of Bangor. Yeah, but you can take me later. Take me later. But I needed clothes for the school year this year because I have been making do with two pair of pants <laughs> and only two pair of pants for like two or three years now, and I wear one pair on Monday, and Wednesday, and I wear the other pair on Tuesday and Thursday and <laughs> Friday. Friday is. Does anyone notice? Tuesday. No one. I, I'm. I'm admitting it now. Maybe if they. No one's ever <laughs> said anything to me. They're clean. They're not dirty. They're clean. You but know what? That's actually quite economical, Gretchen. I'm very frugal. Yeah. But I, like I was it. like, I was getting to the point where I'm like, I feel like this one pair. I feel like it's getting close to probably being threadbare. And like you know how like have you ever had worn a pair of pants so long that all of a sudden one day it just disintegrates and it's gone. <laughs> I don't like it's wear, not even like a hole is just evaporates. I'm not a big pants yeah. person because I have a weird body too. I'm very short and I have wide hips mm-hmm. and I just have a hard time wearing pants that look right. So I'm I have so many dresses. I just basically do dresses exclusively. I I wear skirts all summer long as yeah. you have seen. Yeah. I haven't had my legs covered in 60 days, I don't think. So you wore pants back to work? No, not yet, because it's okay. still too hot. Yeah. Um, but I have pants ready for the winter and fall, because I do like to wear skirts as much as possible, because skirts don't care that you're short. Right. They're stretchy around the middle. Yeah, they feel like a pajama t-shirt. Yeah, exactly. I've I've worn pajama. No, I haven't. <laughs> I, don't, I don't wear pajama t-shirts to work. Um. So did so you get I more bought, pants? I did. So I got one pair of jeans. Uh-huh. I got three pair of pants. And literally, do you know how I bought these pants? I went to my drawer and I looked at my Monday, Wednesday pants, which are kind of my favorite ones. <laughs> my Tuesday, Thursday ones do the job, but they're not my favorites. And my Monday, Wednesday pants, 
Uh, I looked at the size, I looked at the brand, and I went, great. And I went on jcpenny.com, and I was like, boom, I'll take one in black. I'll take one in, like, a parchment color. I'll take one in beige. And I actually had one in gray, but I put it back. I was like, I'll get three for now. That way, I've got, like, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday pants. And then I'll have to decide who gets to jump in on Thursday for the repeat. Wow. And then I have my Friday jeans. And so I bought four pairs of pants, and I bought uh 11 shirts wow <laughs> all different colors you went nuts are they all the same shirt oh yeah oh. <laughs> so basically well, you bought uniforms uniforms why yes yeah and basically and they're they're not all exactly the same <laughs> they are <laughs> but they are oh, all, oh tell me they are some are short sleeve <laughs> The summer three-quarter sleeve, oh the summer long sleeve, some have a crew neck, and some have a V-neck. <laughs> and they are all different colors. Oh my gosh. So now yeah. I have 11 shirts. That's like Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday shirts. You hold the front door. You <laughs> cannot do your laundry for six days. Yeah, I probably couldn't. I, I'd probably be, take a while. It'd be good. But I always wear I. So but did you just order these online? I ordered them online, and they there came was in the mail. An awesome coupon, uh-huh. which Kelly hates coupons. Kelly hates having to make a deal work. She just wants the lowest price. Right? Well, I don't <laughs> mind it, but I hate grocery stores that you have to have a card. Yeah, and then it's compl- You know, it's all about the user, the customer experience. Target started doing it. Drives me crazy. You have to scan every item. Mm-hmm. We well, are in the store. Then you got to have a Target red card to get the oh, best price. You have to have seventeen, yeah, different interventions. Now for clothes, you don't clothes shop every week, right? So I'll I go at pretty great lengths with clothes too to get what I want for the price I want. But I don't want to do that every Sunday at the grocery store, Gretchen. Mm-hmm. I hear you. I just want to go in. I want to buy what I want to buy and I want to leave. Well, so J.C. Penney has. They always have a. 10 different coupons going but they actually have find the best coupon yeah so you make your order and then you say find me the best coupon it will say okay this one's the best this one's going to save you 75 dollars but if you want to use this one it will save you 60 dollars but it sorts them to see how you want to why wouldn't you use the best one because you're stupid i don't know i don't know why you wouldn't but so it's kind of like honey they have their own version right so i picked the best coupon and i activate i have ebates and ebates was like double cash back or something so i got ten (laughs) dollars back from that so i got all those clothes for a hundred and twenty dollars wow that's amazing so i'm good for i mean i think we'll have a new president by the time i need new clothes (laughs) And that's going with a typical election election season, not hoping for an impeachment. That's just like a literally, like elections, 2020. Maybe I'll need to close in. I'll check in. You're killing me. You're, but anyway. I love it. The Lee all day pant. Yeah. With the flexible waistband. Great. Oh my God. It's not elastic. It's not like pleated elastic. It's just a little give. It's great. Taco I haven't waistband. even thought about clothes for myself I have I just do it once every five years and I'm done yeah I usually hit out the Talbot sale but I I think I missed it this summer probably did I totally missed it I mean it it is gone so I may have just missed an injection of new clothes but I will tell you what I did upgrade yesterday well not your phone not yet (laughs) but I you know how I moved up from a wristlet Oh, yeah. To a slender purse. <laughs> well, I've been liking that little purse quite a lot, actually. It's a place to put my keys and my phone and my credit cards. Yeah. I you... only really have one credit card, but, right. you know, like all the cards, your health insurance card, yes. your ID. But I want, I'm finding I wanted to put more stuff in there. <laughs> so, yesterday... Got myself a bigger purse. Did you buy that? Did you see how big it is? Is that the, the one you saw the picture of? Yeah. Yeah. It's Cameron saw today at the, I went to the I park. called it the Medella purse because it looked like a pump bag. Yeah, it's in the picture. I'm sure it's fine in person. I haven't seen it in person. It's not fancy like any of you women out there who It's not like Coach or Michael Kors. Are, yeah, or, handbag people. It's very practical. It's washable. <laughs> <laughs> I took it 
to the park today <laughs> and uh, I packed all the kids' water bottles in it and my own water bottle, a couple snacks. And I was walking around and Cameron goes, hey, mommy, did you get a new bag? I go, yeah, what do you think? He goes, nice. <laughs> so I think it's quite practical. You got snacks in that bag? Yeah, I got snacks, water bottles. There you go. So, and I don't even feel weird about it. So I do think that if you're not a purse person, gradually... Gonna scaffold up. Yeah. Watch out. The next one I get is gonna be like these people who have these giant... Probably gonna have wheels and you'll roll it behind you like... like, Excuse (laughs) me, guys. I've got everything we need in here. This is a wristlet, except for I put this part around my wrist and then I put 200 pounds of it behind my whole body and drag it through town. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) But I think this one's gonna meet my needs a little bit better than my... It's another Bagolini. Mm -hmm. Oh, that's good. Yep. It's a... Probably 10 times bigger. Oh my God. It's like a thousand times bigger. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to see Lottie in it one day. I'm going to bring Lottie home oh, yeah, from I'm the park. Packing like, her in that thing. Get in, Lottie. You don't have to walk. But you know what I did too? You know you know this story, but I typically, I only buy my kids one pair of shoe- sneakers because they're, they're boys and they don't have fun shoes really. But there was an advertisement for Fox toms on my facebook <laughs> maxwell loves foxes fox foxes fox a fox a <laughs> and so i clicked it and i thought oh he would love these but they're so impractical they're they're like a slipper shoe i mean they're toms right but you know they the face is a the front is a fox head that's white right. i mean they're totally impractical they're 40 dollars. it's ridiculous so I looked at him for a minute and thought, oh my gosh, this is the cutest things I've ever seen. And then I thought I'd order Cameron a pair. And that, well, first I was like, I'm not going to get those. It's so impractical. It's, I would never do something like this. This is crazy. Then I thought, well, maybe I'll just get him something special. Maybe I'll get Cameron one. I thought, oh gosh, Cameron can't wear that. He's way too old. And then it made me sad. Like I was going to cry a little. <laughs> and I was like, oh, quick, I better order those for Maxwell because I won't be able to do, order him something like that for just yeah. another year. That's what so, happens with the second kid. I ordered him those cute little fox shoes. And, and he loves he them. He loves them. He loves them. And he picked out a fox shirt to go with them. So he's got a whole little fox outfit. He was excited to show me. They're so I cute. did that with my kids and the car carts. So when Ingrid was little, I was like, oh, no, honey, the car carts are for big kids. No. Yeah. But in my defense, the car carts at the time were the kind that had the thing on the front. And it made the cart huge. And they were on the ground. And every time I was in a grocery store, I saw a parent trying to turn it around a corner with a kid evacuating the car cart on yeah. the bottom. So it looked like a nightmare. So I was, oh no, honey, the car carts are for big kids or for for big kids. And then I was like, then I turned it to, oh, honey, the car carts are for little babies. You don't want a car cart. <laughs> no. And then Willa came along. And in the meantime, they adjusted the car carts at the grocery store. And now they're the nice ones where you put the kid up in the seat. Like they're looking at you. They're still up close and they can't escape and they're yeah. easy to maneuver. And I was like, Oh my God, I've ruined it. I've, I haven't let my kid ride in a car cart. I would have loved this. What have I done? And so I let Ingrid ride in it for a while because she was four. And then, uh, and Willa had, Willa was in one seriously as recently as this summer because yeah. I'm like, whatever, climb in. Yeah. <laughs> She's I, like the My kids kid. still go in them. Yeah. I love those things. Yeah. And she went, and she was in them. it with my, uh, my nephew was with us too. So she was riding with him and she liked, she liked the excuse. She hasn't been in one since, but she liked the excuse of being little again. Yeah. But anyway, so are you ready for, do you ever do back to school resolutions? Oh my gosh. Like, are you talking about how I've been thinking about how I should have the kids lay out their clothes the night before (laughs) and how I should have the lunches packed the night before and certain timers and not let them watch TV before they go to school so that we can actually get out the door without screaming at each other those kind of resolutions yeah those yeah i've been thinking about those <laughs> yeah you know i think that if we did okay to be fair i literally am responsible for none of this in my home <laughs> dave makes all of our lunches oh my gosh i leave at seven fifteen, and he gets the kids to school and he deals with everything else when i leave there sometimes they're not even up so I don't deal with this, but I sometimes hear like, ah, they're almost late, blah, blah, blah. And so I'll say, okay, 
are you looking for me to offer a solution or are you just complaining? Like, tell me where we're at here. Because yeah. let me, and usually it's, he's just complaining. But I'm like, do it the night before. Just do it. Like, why don't you just do it the night before? And then I'm thinking, well, then why don't I do it the night before? Yeah. Then I don't want to do it the night before because I'm tired because I just worked all day yeah. and made a dinner that half of my family won't eat. Yeah. And I don't want to make you another meal. So no, I don't want to do it the night before. But even... I do the coffee and every morning I'm like, why didn't I just set this up last night yeah. so I could push the button? Right. It would be five seconds. It is crazy. If you think about the morning routine, if you just set out your clothes the night before, had your clothes ironed, because for me, I'm, it's always something I don't even have an ironing board. You wouldn't need to iron with your easy wash. I just, I just reach into my yeah. drawer and I feel around <laughs> for a shirt and then I feel around for a pant and I'm good. <laughs> If I ever lose my sight, I'm still good. Everything matches. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Okay. So if I iron my clothes the night before and set out my stuff and the kids' stuff, or they could set out their own stuff, and packed all the lunches, set the coffee up, then all you would have to do in the morning is pour your coffee, take a shower, and get dressed. Right. Boom. But do I do that? No, I do not. <laughs> I do not do that. And it's it's really weird because <clears throat> I used to think starting school at nine o'clock in the morning was crazy <laughs> because, you know, my kids were little. They woke up at 5 a.m. Right. And I used to be to work at 7 a.m. every day. That's back in the day before James got a job. I would be to work by seven. And that was not difficult at all. But now it's mass chaos at my house in the morning. And to get the kids to school by 830 is an act it's I feel like I've conquered the world I mean honestly once I get one of them out of the car usually I was bringing Maxwell or just helping or anyway I'm always helping in the morning unless I absolutely can't I'd get behind my car wheel to either leave for the day or wherever I had just dropped them off and I would do a few deep breaths <laughs> so I was like wow that was intense and I can't even tell you what happened it's just crazy so I don't do the drop off Dave does the drop off and Dave will pull up. He gets out of the car. He unbuckles the kid. And he did this for Ingrid up until fifth grade. She unbuckled herself. But he'd have their backpacks in the trunk. When they went out, he'd put their backpacks in the hatch. And he so he gets, stops his car, gets out of the car, gets the backpack, puts it on, gives him a hug, <laughs> sends him off. Yeah. When I have to drop them off. Oh, and he's doing this at like 8.57. Yeah. When I do it, the earliest you can drop off is 8.40. I am there eight thirty nine and a half. Yeah, and I'm pulling in, and I'm like, "Shit, I have to put my car in the park to use the automatic back door opener." <laughs> and I'm like, <laughs> "And your car, you don't need to do that. They yeah. made it so that if you're under like one mile an hour, you can just open the door." And so I open up the side door, and I'm like, "Bye, go see you. Take your back. <laughs> have, have a great day. day. Love you. See you. Bye. Yeah, go." And uh, we just have a different approach. I would say I'm much more like you too because yeah. James typically takes Cameron. They walk. They get there early, even before the 8:40, because they'll yeah. play. Because Willa came with us once. Oh yeah, and she thought it was the craziest thing ever how early they get there. <laughs> She's like, "Wow, you guys really get here early." And James will stay a lot of times all the way until the bell. Yep. Yeah. Just watch him play. Well, that's why it's good for kids to have their parents do things differently they could just see different ways of doing things yeah i would never do that but i'd be like you go see ya get out go yeah, faster i gotta go unbuckle yeah <laughs> i mean i would <clears throat> it's gonna be a lot better now that they're at the same school because we had a tough oh my time gosh, yeah. honestly james does the majority of the drop-offs and pickups but i do help get them to the point where they're exiting the building right. the so i always love having the clean slate of a new school year yeah. and I don't have any specific resolutions, but you kind of think about that. Like, okay, we're going to, I'm going to exercise it every day. I'm going to eat healthy. Oh, you mean your own. And my own too. Like, although being back in my office all summer long, I would find myself at two o'clock being like, oh crap, we forgot to have lunch. (laughs) Oh no. All right. I got to, I'll make a smoothie in my my $500 blender. (laughs) I'm just going to smooth it up. And I seriously went to work for the first day and by, it was eight, I looked at the clock, I'm like, okay, I'm so, why am I so, I'm so hungry. It was 8.57. I'd had breakfast like 
two hours before. Yeah. And I'm like, why am I so hungry? I am sitting in my office. I'm just like catching up and I'm doing a lot of work. But it was so weird how it was like it triggers some sort of hunger sensation. Like I need to go for a walk. So trying to figure out how to curb that. So I don't. Yeah, I have to buy more pants. I know I want to get into a better routine because I am. (laughs) Well, let's just tell just today we talked about how I skipped our walk, even though I initiated it. Yes. Then I had an appointment today at 11 to for Maxwell to meet his new aftercare provider. Just didn't show up. (laughs) I just. Didn't put it in my calendar and totally forgot about it. So I was out with the kids riding bikes and it the the, the thought, you know, the school was like, oh, isn't this going to be great? They're going to be at the same school. Oh, my gosh. I think I'm supposed to be somewhere. <laughs> and I text her and I said, was I supposed to be at your house at 11? And she's like, ha, ha, ha. Yes, you were. <laughs> yeah, that's how messed up I am right now. Yeah. I mean, I am. I need to get on a routine big time. Yep. I'll be Exercise, I look forward to the routine. Definitely. Food prep. Mm hmm going to bed at a normal time not doing podcasts at 10 o'clock at night (laughs) it's not 10 o'clock yet (laughs) this is what you get for not getting up early i haven't even thought about my own resolutions i'm just i just need the kids to go back to school so i can think we have had a great summer Mm -hmm. it's been a great summer Mm -hmm. and we're gonna have a great winter with all those snow days (laughs) or just hot cocoa and snuggling in and the kids aren't gonna fight and they're not gonna want to watch tv the whole time actually the last two weeks of my vacation i banned them from tv it was awesome awesome. it was amazing you know what i think i'm gonna try to do a winter activity this winter or maybe i won't get that ambitious because that's quite ambitious maybe i'll just say that on snow days i'm gonna try to do a better job of getting either inviting people over mm-hmm. or doing something with people because it's just so isolating. Right. And I think what happens even in this neighborhood is in the winter, all of a sudden everyone hibernates. You don't see anybody, even though they live four feet from you for months. And then the first nice day, yeah, it's like, oh, hi. You're you, still here. You've grown up so much. Like the kids, they'll even look different. Oh, yeah. You know, so Definitely. I think I'm going to try to do a better job with that. Like make a plan for a snow day mm-hmm. because that was so bad last year. <laughs> so do you want to wrap up with our favorite thing? Yes. Okay. Do you have a French press? Uh, y- yes. Okay. But we use it mostly for camping and we used it during the power outage. Because okay. I don't have a garbage disposal, so it's a real bitch to clean. Like that's why I don't like it. Oh really? Mm-hmm. Oh, I haven't cleaned it yet. That's James hasn't complained about that. <laughs> okay, so I love iced coffee in the summer. I actually really like it all year round, but especially in the summer. So I was buying those Stoke yep. bottles of iced coffee that you can get at the grocery store, but they're so expensive. I think it's four or five dollars and it's for one bottle and it doesn't last you all week and so we were trying to brew our own and so we kept brewing you know regular coffee and then putting it in a fridge Mm -hmm. and then double brewing it we tried everything and it just was so gross it just never tasted quite as smooth as that stoke so then i'd go buy the stoke because i'd be (laughs) craving it so my friend said you should try the french press because that's oh well we went out to cranberry island to visit them and she had made iced coffee and it tasted so good she said oh we use a french press so i ordered one i ordered the bodum and ours makes eight cups and so we put the coffee in and you're supposed to leave it for 24 hours we've never been able to we don't (laughs) have enough backup to do that but anyways we've been doing it for 12 and you just put it in and you cold with cold water and it just sits out on the counter and in the morning you just press it down put it over ice it's so good it tastes just like the stoke and so the other day we got behind and james didn't make it the night before so i didn't have any ice so we did it with a hot the way you would do the french press and the hot was so good too it was so smooth so we get the grounds at the grocery store and i get the full beans and grind them coarse Mm -hmm. and i mean i don't know why anybody has a regular coffee maker why don't you use yours you just don't like the way it cleans 
it's I find it a huge pain to clean because the grounds get stuck in it and then I'm banging over the compost and I have to reach my hand in and then my hand gets covered in coffee grounds and then I'm washing my hands and I'm getting freaked out about all the coffee grounds are going into our sink drain huh. that doesn't have a garbage disposal and so I don't do that. What I do is if I want like a single cup of coffee, I, I have a pour over filter for when I want just like a single cup of coffee. Hmm. And our and our coffee maker is really basic. Like it literally has a button that turns it on. Well, that's how mine is, but I hate it. Now that I've had it out of that French press, I cannot believe how much better the coffee tastes. Even the same coffee, just yeah, in a different method of yeah. I think if I think if I had a garbage disposal, I'd be more open to trying a French press again. Well, we're gonna have to go look at mine after this and see what the grind situation is because I don't know what James yeah. is doing with those. He has not but he loves it too. We just we we put the coffee maker down in the basement because we love it so much. Nice. Yeah. That's terrific. I love that thing. So mine is you know what it is? I I mean I the Vitamix? No, I already did the Vitamix. What? It is the my She's looking at me really Pyrex glass dishes yes so very nice kelly is very into natural shit (laughs) (laughs) and very like anti-plastics and all that stuff and i am so there part of me is like that can be pretty cynical so like for instance this whole plastic straw thing yeah i'm like Okay, how did we make plastic straws the biggest evil in the world, but we're letting the actual EPA roll back um, regulations on asbestos in buildings? Like, I feel yeah, like, but the I people feel like, who don't want straws aren't. But pro I, the no, no, they aren't. But I feel like I feel like the straws are are distracting us from serious, like yeah, from okay, major major governmental issues. Like all, like we should be raving about Trump face printed asbestos sheets being asked to be put into buildings but instead it was like oh no one can have a straw and there's like a lot of like a lot of disability advocates are saying you know a lot of us actually need straws for multiple reasons for you know and so I don't I don't feel like straws are the absolute most evil thing in the entire world yeah at all I hate memorial balloon releases you know like yeah and I and the thing is that no one ever releases a balloon like a uh, does a balloon release for something fun anymore but it's always this horrible tragedy happened and so to remember them we're gonna release a balloon and to me that's like saying this horrible tragedy happened and we really want to remember them so we're gonna take trash bags full of garbage and throw them into the river because what better way to remember someone than just dumping trash freely into the environment and so yeah. i've actually on the record when i die I want a line in my obituary to say, please, for the love of God, stop doing <laughs> memorial balloon releases. Because when they have them, when they have them, you can't like you can't be like, mm, that's really tacky that you're doing a trash release for someone's death because it's like a little kid died or something. Right. It's terrible. Yeah. You know, but I hate memorial balloon releases. So yeah. I'm reserving a line in my obituary okay. because it'll be my tragedy that I'm going to use to I politicize balloon releases. Anyway. So I'm not super worked up about it, but I have had my plastic Tupperware Rubbermaid stuff for a while. And Kelly kept talking about her glass dishes and how you shouldn't store things in plastic. You shouldn't heat things in plastic and you shouldn't blah, blah, blah. And I was like, OK, so the real <laughs> catalyst was the real. OK, she doesn't want to admit that it might be better to store in glass. So here's the real reason. Well, why she because you didn't it. send me the article till after I got it. Well, because sometimes I just don't know if I should push it or not. <laughs> so I was like looking for something, and I have a hundred lids and apparently four containers, and none of them match. And I was like, oh my god, you know what? Screw it. I think it's time to go to glass. I'm gonna, like, what do I need? So I texted Kelly. I'm like, what do you have? What do you recommend? And so she recommended the Pyrex system, which also the wire cutter recommended. So it was backed up by <laughs> evidence and research. <laughs> And so then, but then the Pyrex sets, every store has a different conglomeration yeah. of that sets. Isn't that interesting? Yeah. And yeah. so I was like, well, I don't want. Because Target's different. Yeah. And I'm yeah. like, I don't want 10 one cup dishes. I want, I knew what I wanted. Like Dave and I take salads every day. I'm texting him at work. I'm like, what size is your salad dish? <laughs> it had been so long since I'd taken lunch. I couldn't remember which bucket we used. And so he messaged me. I'm like, okay, great. He's like, why? Well, I'm like, no, no, never mind. So I ended up buying a set the set from Bed Bath & Beyond because I also had a uh, credit I had a gift card there 
And so that it was a 18 or 20 piece set and it had the right combination, like not too many small ones. It had two that would be great for salads. It had two that would be great for leftovers. Like you had the three cup rectangle ones. Mm -hmm. Like this is a good set. So I got it. And I have to say, we like them very much. Mm -hmm. And uh one thing like when you we do olive oil on our salad so it's like way easier to clean off yes. of glass and the plastic uh-huh. it's easier to put in the dishwasher because sometimes the dishwasher will flip them and fill up the plastic containers because they're so light so the glass fits in there but the thing i used the rectangle ones for last night is i was making or two nights ago uh i was making a panko breaded chicken breast thing yeah and so whenever i make that i'm always i've always used like pie plates and cereal bowls and like all this stuff and it's always this gloppy mess to put it like you put the chicken oh breast. you baked in it no, no no oh but you put the chicken breast in flour and then you dip it in egg and then you put it in the panko oh, yeah, and seasoning yeah, yeah. and those three cup rectangles are the perfect size for that it was perfect like i actually kind of want like two more so that i can do the whole thing yeah and i was like oh this is great. And the round bowls have been great for our salads and they seal up really nicely and I like them quite a bit. So it's the Pyrex Simply Store glass dishes are my new favorite thing. And then, so then the punchline is that I got home, I cleaned up my whole cupboard, I put them all in. Then Kelly texts me something, some new uh, A... American AAP? Academy of Pediatrics. Yeah, AAP yeah. research yeah. on why plastics are probably not good. I'm like, fine, okay. So I got rid of most of my plastic. I did keep a couple of the cheap, uh, the, like the, the really cheap Rubbermaid stuff because I was like, if I'm taking a dish somewhere, if I'm taking something, I don't want to worry about getting my dish back. Right. So that'll be like for if I'm taking it to someone's house. And then I had a friend of mine who's a reporter post on her Facebook, like, has anyone switched to class? And I was like, why, yes, me, just now, about 20 minutes ago. I just washed it and put it in my cupboard. And she interviewed me, but they didn't use my information in the interview because she was like, she's like, might be a good angle, like the every woman who's just, you know, who's not like, you know, making her own clothes and all of that. But they didn't use, but I was like, I came over and Kelly was die like actually very ill. Yeah. And I was like, You're gonna die. <laughs> <laughs> I just got interviewed as the poster child for keeping it up for storing food in glass containers. <laughs> yeah, I actually just switched the kids for their back to school uh lunches to glass food containers. And I hadn't done it for them yet because I was just worried about it breaking or it being too heavy but this other mother who I actually also work with she sent her kid with glass to preschool so I was like I guess I'm gonna do it so I did it this summer I bought them and the kids have used them um at camps and stuff and they love them and they're so heavy I'll show it to you after they're super heavy but the both the kids love them and I think it's because they say the food tastes better and I'm sure it does because the glass seals with the top and so there's three compartments in the ones I bought for them the problem of the plastic ones that are that has the same configuration with the big hole and then the two little holes on the top is that it's not aired right and so it dry food kind of absorbs you know the fruit Mm -hmm. maybe in another container so then it makes it a little soggy so these are these are really nice and they're so easy to clean of course because they're glass. James never let me put plastic in the dishwasher anyway. Because you're not supposed to microwave it or put it in your dishwasher, technically, even though they say you should. So it's so much better to just be able to put glass in the dishwasher. Oh, I used to use it on the stovetop. And oh, the I'm oven sure. And <laughs> I used to sleep with it and like just like, like, you know, some people like suck their thumbs as adults. I just licked BPAs <laughs> to help me sleep. That's well, this just... is where your super liberalism, <laughs> I blows my mind because the most in- extreme liberals are all up in arms about this sort of stuff but then there's Gretchen like nah <laughs> I don't need glass containers <laughs> well it's one of those things that's just sort of you know I, I'm like if I'm gonna like reconfigure my storage situation then let's go to glass and partly yeah. and honestly it's not even so much about BPAs and stuff I'm like okay you know what so glass if it breaks it turns back into sand right you know, so let's let's do that. I still want straws on occasion. I should show you the straws I have. Yeah. They're um, stainless steel. Yeah. They're amazing. They. Oh, my gosh. You've got to have some for your Vitamix smoothies. Yeah. 
Because they are cold. It yeah. absorbs the cold. Nice. You have to check them. it out. Maybe I'll buy you some. So we hope that you have a good back to school. You can tell that we are absolutely ready. <laughs> I got so many pants and shirts. <laughs> Gretchen's very We're ready. Good. I can't wait for these. The kids are ready. They're excited to go back. They're like, they've had an awesome summer and they say that, but they're also a little ready to see their friends and be with their peers all day. We've had an awesome summer and we have, it'll be two weeks from today that they will have had their first day of school. Yep. And off they go another year. So then all the stay at home moms are so excited. Yeah, exactly. On all of us working, working moms were like, we had a summer of like stay at home mom and now I get to go to the office and I get to just, like, maybe that's why I get hungry at nine o'clock because I can, because I'm like, oh, I'm not making plans. Like, let's just eat. Anyway, so you can always uh, find us and leave us, find us on Facebook, leave us a review on iTunes or Stitcher or tell two friends if you're enjoying listening to us. And we will be back next week with another episode. Bye. Bye.